Welcome back to Fleshing It Out with Samantha Spittle. This week's episode is actually a Facebook Live I did with past podcast guest, Christina Ammerman. This was recorded back in April, and we actually did it to address kind of recognizing your fears. We talk a little bit about core wounds. And so... Um, with everything going on in the world, life, whatnot, um, we are almost to one year of podcasting. Um, we thought this would just be a good week to use one of the pieces that we've been doing for the Facebook group. Uh, I think that it's information that is is timely, um, but also timeless. And so, so much of the brokenness we see in the world, the pain we see, Um, I'm definitely someone who searches for answers, you know, what can we do? What can I do? And I definitely think there are things that we can do. um, But I think that a big part of it is addressing, you know, what we have going on. And that's why a big part of what I talk about is seeing our stuff, sharing our stuff and healing our stuff. And I think that, you know, for me personally, if I want to be an ally, I want to be a friend, I just want to be a good person, you know. Um, it starts with kind of recognizing my own stuff. And so, as I said, I thought this was um, timely and timeless. And so join Christina Ammerman and I as we flush out fears and core wounds. Coming to you from the M&M Exterior Studio in Nooksville, Virginia, this is Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. She talks to people so you don't have to. For now. Welcome, everybody, to our Facebook Live with past episode guest, Christina Ammerman. Welcome, Christina. Welcome. I mean, thank you. Thank you. thank you so much. Thank you. Welcome to your own broadcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Such a surprise seeing you here. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm excited. You are a two-time guest. We've talked about a range of t- topics, and I'm excited to kind of touch base a little bit. We'll start with kind of having you tell people real quick who you are, um, what you do, and then we can jump into the topic, which is fear and how to conquer it. Because uh, we were talking before we went live that um, there's all these different areas of life that we have, um, what would you say? I was gonna say issues in, uh, struggles. Yep, challenges, and that's, obstacles. Yes, challenges, obstacles, and that at the core of it, um, you said something on your first podcast that it come, there's core wounds and it's from feeling unloved and unworthy. Those were, right? (laughs) I'm like looking at you like, right? Right. Um, And for me, that was life changing. And it's one of those things that when we did your podcast, it was like, interesting. Okay, I'll I'll see. And then life happens. And we, uh, you know, I've talked before about that, what I do and that you, you and I talked about like peeling back the onion layers. And I love peeling back the layers. And you take those outer onion layers and you just like blow through them, get to the core. And at the core is those wounds. And I'm like, you know what? Dang it. She's right. Everything I've dealt with. And I mean, I'm some serious, like the hardest months of my life that I've walked through. I honestly don't think I would have gone through them without that insight because I feel like 
from the very beginning, I had a confidence that like, I know that this is bigger than this outer layer of the onion. I know that it's got some really deep stuff. So anyway, I digress, but I just think that um, your insight and knowledge needs to be shared and um, needs to be heard. And so I'm grateful for you. So um, as I said, introduce yourself and then we're gonna get into talking about fear and how to conquer it. So Christina. Yeah, introduce myself. What's left after everything you said? Um, <laughs> I am I am a master spiritual healer. Um, I and so the healing work that I do really works. Like I'm working with every level of your being. We can be healing physical stuff. Um, I'm focused a lot on the emotional and the mental layers of, of our experience, which leads to um, a greater experience on on our spiritual level. And you know, so with that that metaphor of the layers of the onion. Um, people people who are self-aware tend to be self-aware of the the outer layers of the onion so the specific issues they're having in their relationships their businesses their physical health and then there are folks like you that help people get okay with the fact that they're having those challenges and maybe look a couple layers deeper into well why is that um my work is focused on underneath all of those outer layers where everyone's having different experiences, the further you go down into the layers of the onion, the more alike we are. Like there are core fears that are underneath all of those outer layers. And so I'm, I'm, I'm able to know what those are and work with people to heal those because of my own journey of not being satisfied with staying at the, at the, uh, the, the surface layers and wanting to know what's at the core of this. And it's one of those, you know, I went through the hard work myself mm-hmm. so that I can then help you and anyone else like okay let's skip through all the surface stuff and just get to the heart of what really needs to be healed here and Mm -hmm. so that's that's where we get into oh it's really a worthiness issue it's really a safety or unlovability or powerlessness issue or a few other things that tend to be down at that core so yeah that's what i do thank you that was a great description and i don't know if i've even told you this but um we Jeremy and I went to this, um, our church hosted a marriage seminar and it was a couple months ago. I can't remember exactly when, Jan- it was January, February. And what was really neat is when you and I talked on our first podcast, we kind of talked about how we we all, everyone has different beliefs and different thoughts and whatnot. And this tied around religion and spiritual stuff. Um, but that so much is the same. And what's crazy is that we went to this, seminar at our church, you know, so Christian based. And um, it was a man who's a, a, I think, former pastor, uh, and also a therapist and deals with trauma. And he talked about the pain cycle. And Jeremy and I were literally sitting there looking at each other. We're like, this is all the stuff Christina has been talking about. And it was so confirming, because I also feel like too, like God can, you know, he speaks to you in many different ways and then Mm -hmm. confirms it. And it's one of those that I think that sometimes people get nervous to um, think outside the box maybe, or I don't know how to say it, but it just, so just speaking from like a Christian perspective or Christian listeners, that that's what was so crazy to me is that everything you and I have talked about when he explained this whole pain cycle, like I said, Jeremy and I just were like looking at each other like, so good. So good. So anyway, um, so I just, I appreciate uh, 
all of your, like I said, all of your insight and wisdom. And it just continues to blow my mind. And I've joked with you that I get angry and have been like, mm, she's right. <laughs> I just yeah, wanted to right. That's like the story of my life. <laughs> yeah. Like I just wanted to be that outer layer. Like, girl, you don't know what you're talking about. It's just, you know, but all right, guys. Um, and so I'm going to also, I want to put, I would love to have Marty on a podcast too. Cause yeah, that's the, the guy who's, uh, seminar we went to, uh, yeah. it was awesome. And just, uh, continuing to spread that whole thing about the, those core wounds. And, you know, he even talked about the science behind it and your amygdala and all this stuff. And it's interesting, mm -hmm. interesting stuff. So, yeah. um, but yeah, we'll definitely be talking about how to deal with this. Um, Tora, thanks for joining, uh, for watching Tora. He asked about how to deal with the stress during this time. I said, we'd get to that. Cause I think that stress is tied into the fear. So, um, so thank you, Christina. Let's jump into fear. Cause I know you're working on a webinar right now to yeah. deal with fear, but that's something we can also kind of jump into a little bit today. So. Yeah, fear. Um, where do we jump in? I, I I know that when I start talking about fear, um, I, one of the first questions that always comes up is, um, is it possible to to conquer fear? Is it actually to be it possible to be fearless? And um, my answer to that is, it is if you know what it takes to conquer fear, and and the first step is actually acknowledging your fear. So that's what you, Samantha, you do so beautifully for people and help people do for themselves is to acknowledge like, yeah, okay, I'm afraid. And and right now, you know, in the time that we're in with the, the pandemic and all of that, um, you know, I, I've stepped back and asked like, what's the larger, in the larger picture of things, what's the purpose of this whole experience? Why, why has that been, what's the lesson for us to take away from this? And I see so much of it that is about our relationship with fear, our relationship with the unknown. And so for people who have been trying to sweep their fear under the rug, mm -hmm. like this is the time where, we're being being forced to face the fact that yeah i'm i'm freaking afraid right now because there's life-threatening stuff circling the planet and mm -hmm. it's not way out there it's like potentially in my grocery store um you, so, so step we, one is uh, is yeah. acknowledging that you're afraid and not trying to ignore it or deny it or minimize it because so then you've acknowledged that you can you can work with it Okay. I love that. So acknowledge it. So then we can work with it. And I wanted to real quick ask you about, cause I had said to you, and this might be a bigger topic that we might have to do a whole other. Yeah. Um, we'll, just, um, we'll just do a recurring session like every day. Yeah, and that would be great. Totally it. Yeah. Like, let's do a live um, session online for my healing. Um, so I have felt like, and I want to address this though, because if others feel the same way, cause I'd love for you to speak on it. Yeah. Um, I had said to you this morning, I don't feel fearful. Like I feel like I've actually been very at peace. I'm not worrying too much. It's like the worry feels the logical kind this is a big thing but i've joked that my eating habits and my weight and the way my clothes fit or rather don't fit would say otherwise it's the mori povich the, your your clothes don't fit it's determined that is a lie and so right. <laughs> so when you said that you said that ties into the fear and so all since we talked this morning i've been thinking about that like oh i need to unpack this and figure out what what Am I am I fearful of something, and is that causing me to just find comfort in food? So I've been unpacking that. So anyway, to to kind of frame the question is, 
if someone doesn't feel stressed or fearful kind of on one level, but then they have other ways of manifesting it, can you kind of, does that make sense? Can you speak to that a little bit? I'm having trouble finding words, but I feel like you can. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I can. Um, you know, it's it's about what what is a person, what are you consciously aware of versus what's going on in your subconscious mind and your body. And I'll say for a spiritual healer, I end up talking a whole lot about what's going on in our bodies. And I think mm -hmm. that's actually a fantastic and helpful place to start in, in this conversation um, because we can tune out conscious thoughts and we can replace, you know, we can have a scary thought pop into our mind and choose, oh, no, 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 I'm going to think this instead. But that overwrites the fact that, okay, there was a reason why you thought about that thing, that, that you had that thought about, you know, I really need to wear a mask when I go out to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. It's because it was, it was in there subconsciously mm -hmm. and it just happened to pop up its head you know, at that moment. Am I making sense so mm -hmm. far? Mm -hmm. okay. So the, so what we really need to recognize is even though we may consciously be direct redirecting our thoughts to happier things or to affirming, no, I'm fine. If it's, if, if the thought is in our subconscious mind, if it's a tape that's playing in the mm -hmm. background, it's also going to be affecting our bodies. Mm. You feel like you look like you have a thought about that. No, it's just it's that whole tape playing in the background. Like, I feel like that's one of the hugest things that I've talked about with peeling back the layers. What we talked about with you, it's like that's kind of a simple way to say, you know, to figure out some of those core wounds to go back to what the, your words and what you talk about. Um, just those tapes. That's a good thing to kind of remember. To think. Yeah. And and this is where we get into the complexities, too, of what are the tapes that could be playing in the background? Yeah. Because you could be genuinely not afraid of the virus. You could be, you know, knowing that you're doing what you're, what you need to do to keep yourself safe, keep your family safe. You could know that everybody is fine, mm -hmm. but maybe what that triggers is a different tape playing that says, you know, how dare I feel fine when there are people in the world who are sick and dying because of this right now, or, you know, or am I being a Pollyanna and is it okay to be a Pollyanna right now when there's this thing that going on that everybody says is really serious and deadly. And so it's a different kind of tape that can be playing, but it still ends up having its roots down in that unworthiness or unlovable thing. Like how dare I be different or feel different than what everybody is telling me to feel. And then that can cause stress. I feel like if I could rewind the video, it would be like, here's the moment Samantha's like, Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> cause for me, I want to get back on track. Cause I want to give everyone they need. This isn't just a personal selfish thing, but hopefully if I'm sharing my, it'll help some of you guys. Um, but that just made so much sense to me because I feel like I've had this weight of the seriousness and all of the struggle. I mean, all my friends are small business owners, you know, um, it's just this, I have this weird little like yin yang almost looking thing in, in here and I haven't been able to express it. So thank you. Everything you just said, like 
rewind the tape. You can see my mind being blown <laughs> in the middle of that conversation. Yeah. Okay, so let's get let's get back. Um, thank you for indulging me. Thank you for giving me this session. Thank you for watchers for allowing me to experience. Well, that. I'll tell you too. I think this really works, and it actually helps because I tend I know I tend to look at things and talk about things in the abstract. So having you be here as the person that, okay, this is how it looks in real life. This is what it, what it applies to. Like, I think we actually work really well together in that regard. It's so like, it's, um, let me not dumb it down. That's the wrong term, but like layman's terms, like, let me, I'm a or, translator. Yeah, or just like apply it to reality and make yeah. it specific instead of abstract. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, okay. So thank you for that. That is actually like, I'm going to have to meditate think on that, chew on that for a while later. Um, okay, yeah. so fear. So we talked about, we kind of digressed a little, which I appreciate um, the fear, how to conquer it, because fear doesn't always, what you just said, and so if you're just tuning in right now, um, Christina was just talking about how our fear, it's all not necessarily a fear of like, what's going on and we're freaking out right now. It could be under, it could be kind of getting to deeper tapes of uh, deeper feelings, different core wounds that go always go back to worthiness, being feeling unworthy, feeling unloved. Um, and so some of these thoughts can trigger those, those thoughts, if that makes sense. Um, but we're going to dive more into fear and how we can kind of conquer some of it. So whether it looks like fear of freaking out fear, you know, the kind we kind of think about fear looking like, or it's more of that understated fear. I don't know if that's a real term, but hopefully I'll get my I drift with that. So yeah, um, you could actually uh, clearer terms might be acute versus chronic. Just <sighs> thank you. You know, it can be acute would be if you're having a fear that's like in the moment, it's really intense. You know, something like you're standing on the edge of a cliff. You know, mm. we're literally on the on the edge of a cliff right now, um, which would mean that you're probably not social distancing. Um, <laughs> but if you were, that would be an acute fear of right now there is a danger in front of me. And mm. I know the moment I walk away from the cliff, it'll be gone. So it's instantaneous uh -huh. and it's intense versus chronic fear, which those are the like the tapes playing in the back of your mind. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. That's much. See, that's why pair. Okay. So we have the two different types of fear. So if you're watching, they could look differently for everybody or they will look differently for everybody. So how can we start overcoming that? Um, well, I would say step one is if, if, if there's something that that's coming up, that is an acute fear, like you are in an actual situation, do what it takes to make yourself safe. Like if, in, if you're in the grocery store pan, feeling panicked because you're overwhelmed with, um, you know, all of the potential exposure, leave the grocery store, go home, place an order on Instacart or call somebody and ask them to grocery shop for you. Like resolve the situation if it can be resolved. Fighting fear doesn't mean denying the reality that you're facing. Yeah. That's good. Fighting fear doesn't mean denying the reality you're facing. That is a say that again moment, but I did it for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, um, so assuming either you've taken care of that or that that's not the case, you know, for most, what most people are experiencing right now, I would think is more that, that chronic fear, like you're home safe, but mm -hmm. you keep you're grabbing, you're grabbing the carbs, right? Um, so you've just, <laughs> has even I've grabbed a few carbs lately. It's been like potatoes and pasta, not cookies and candy, but they're creeping in. Um, so, you know, I feel like, and this has actually gotten clearer to me recently about what is the best way to handle fear. Um, 
part step two is recognizing that it's a physical response that we feel fear because something triggered our nervous system mm -hmm. and then our nervous system may be triggering hormonal responses and other things going on in our body and it is nearly impossible to try and get your head on straight and re reframe the fear if your body is sending up all these signals saying red alert red alert gotta do something mm -hmm. so step two would be um take helping to resolve the the feelings of fear on a physical level so that could be i wouldn't even say meditation because trying to meditate and clear your mind when you're when you're in a fear response like yeah. it just ain't gonna happen um but taking five deep breaths just breathing in slowly and breathing out probably shouldn't blow into the microphone like that. But you know, do that five times. And it's so simple. It has an amazing impact on your body. I like to describe it as it tells your body that everything is okay. Mm -hmm. if we have nothing better to do right now than just sit here and breathe. Right? You know, like if, it, if there was an emergency, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be sitting here and taking deep breaths. But because we can do that, that we must trick our brain kind of in it or yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, another big thing that, that's going on in our bodies um, when we're feeling fear, especially this chronic fear state, is cortisol is up. And um, so cortisol is the hormone that triggers fight or flight response. And so it's, it's, it's this thing where the cortisol ends up perpetuating the fear and keeping you in that state because its job, you know, our, our bodies were designed back when saber tooth tigers were a real threat. And so our bodies are still designed to put us into action to either run toward the thing to defend ourselves or run away, fight or flight. Um, By the way, just I have to acknowledge you just brought up a saber tooth tiger. And I know that I'm not the only one who's now on a Tiger King uh, side note. So like everyone, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. We're not talking about Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, true. no, I don't even have Netflix. So I'm probably the one person who hasn't seen it and wouldn't there, have made that connection. There, there's <laughs> more. There's more. See, I'm, I'm kind of bringing it to the like, I'm connecting you guys. Like, I know we're all thinking of it. You're all thinking it, but so, um, sorry, go ahead. And that makes me wonder what what is what that show is about and why everyone's so drawn to it right now. But I won't get so I, I will not leave the Don't. conversation down that path. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, um, back. So I'm sorry. So yes, the cortisol um, pumping into our bodies, the fight or flight response. Yep. Yes. And one of the things that's actually going to make us do is crave carbs because mm. carbs are the fastest source mm. of fuel for our body. It's what we metabolize the fastest. And so if your body is constantly in this subtle fight or flight mode, it's going to just keep wanting more and more carbs to, you know, because again, it, it's designed to think I'm going to have to run from something or towards something. So I need the fastest source, source of uh, fuel possible. Mm. So cortisol makes us um, crave carbs. So what I've started doing this week, I went back to an old, uh, an old reliable solution that I actually had ready for this conversation, ashwagandha root. Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. 
it's an herb and this is in liquid form. Um, it is known to blunt the effects of cortisol. So I think what it does, I think, I think it's one of the ones that it doesn't stop our body from making the cortisol, mm -hmm. but it stops, uh, stops the cortisol from being absorbed in the, into the cells. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong about that, but in some way it reduces the impact of cortisol in our bodies. And so that stops the, 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 um, the chicken and egg problem of cortisol mm -hmm. is making me crave carbs and that's, you know, just making perpetuating me. more cortisol and all of that. So I've been taking this three times a day. It tastes nasty, <laughs> um, but it helps. And I especially take it before bed because I was having so much trouble sleeping and I finally figured out, oh, it's because I've got cortisol constantly pumping. Mm. Yes. So I'm not a medical professional, you know. I, Fact check that on your own, people. This is yeah. Not, check it out if there's any reason your own anything going on in your health that it might contraindicate, um, but it might be something that helps. And I got it at Wegmans. You can order it on online, or you can just go to Wegmans and get it. And so, because when then when you reduce the cortisol and it calms your body and it calms your nervous system then you can think more clearly because cortisol actually intentionally muddies your mind. It makes thinking harder because mm -hmm. if there were a cyber tooth, saber, saber tooth, not cyber tooth. If there were a tiger attacking you, you wouldn't want to take the time to analyze the situation. <laughs> you just need to get the heck out of there. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That totally makes sense. Um, yeah. And then you can do things like, you know, get real with yourself about, okay, what is, what is it that keeps triggering the fear? And is that fear real or is it, is it perceived? Is it something I'm overreacting to? Is it, is it something I can change? Yeah. Um, but you can't work with your fears till your body lets you. Mm. Can't work with your fears until your body lets you. That's good. I feel like that gives us, um, it allows people to give them grace. I feel like a lot of what I talk about wanting to do with peeling back the onion, you know, and kind of getting to that core of that we're all so similar. And what I talk a lot about is giving yourself grace. And I think that when it comes to fear, you pointing out the different effects it has on our body and how it keeps us from that. It, it's just not logical to deal with it. If you're in that state of arousal of fear, I think that that just allows us to give ourselves some grace. And that kind of also makes sense why we kind of, there's a lot out there from people saying like, whatever you're doing to survive right now, it's okay. So like, if you're, if you're eating lots of carbs right now, like that's okay. Maybe that's like where you're at right now. Um, that kind of helps make a little bit of sense of that, like to, that we're all in different places. And so, yeah, we shouldn't be reacting the way someone else is because we have a different trigger responses and, kind of those, uh, what is it? We're similar, but we're kind of experiencing it differently at right. different times. So, yeah. Um, and something you said uh, triggered for me, the second point I wanted to make about there's a, there's a second reason why, um, why you, you might be craving a lot of carbs right now. Um, Cause even whether or not you're having a fear response, the other thing that the that the body's always looking for is joy. 
we have the receptors in our brain. They're called the opioid receptors, but they're actually like, I want to petition to rename them the joy receptors because what they're looking for are those happy brain chemicals that say, yay, life is good. Except right now life isn't so good. Like, you know, it may be neutral for a lot of people and we're finding those bright spots in this experience, but it's really hard right now to truly like sustain a place of joy. And so our, um, our brains are looking for, I want those chemicals. Um, and, and there, they were, so that part, that part of the brain was labeled opioid receptors because one of the things that fulfills that is opiates, you know, oxytocin and heroin. Um, I'm sorry, oxycotin, oxytocin. I think oxytocin is actually the natural chemical. Yeah, that's what we want to start making. Cotton is the drug that's, mm -hmm. you know, become a, an epidemic. Um, but sugar, sugar is the other chemical because sugar is a chemical um, that fulfills those opioid receptors. And so you might be craving carbs right now um, as a way of mimicking that feeling of joy in your body. I think you bugged my house when you were here. <laughs> I think you have a microphone on and you're listening to my conversations. Could be. <laughs> just kidding. You're super insightful. That just blew. I feel like roll the tape rewind it again <laughs> you can see my mind being blown i just yesterday told jeremy that i said i feel very neutral i don't feel bad but i don't feel good and i want to find more joy and especially from my faith perspective like joy is something different than happiness because you can have joy no matter what the circumstances and so i've just been kind of working through some of that and i just literally said yesterday like just want to feel more joy yeah. Oh, dang. That's yeah. good. So what can we do? So um, I think, you know, acknowledging it. So just to kind of re as we're starting to wrap up to go back to the steps, acknowledging it, um, understanding that it's a physical response. So we need to calm our bodies so that we can deal with it. Mm -hmm. So um, you just we just brought up the why we might be craving carbs, which I think is so powerful. Um, so what would be the next thing we should do? Um, you know, and with the craving carbs, you know, allow yourself the, the, the grace again. And, and you'll get this because I get your sense of humor. You know, sometimes you have to say, hey, better, the, better carbs than heroin, right? You know, like, thank you. And there's, you know, I mean, I could go down a whole path of how, why the soccer moms got hooked on, on Oxycontin because mm -hmm. they wouldn't let themselves eat carbs. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean that with any sensitivity to the oh, or yeah. insensitivity to the opioid epidemic. Um, once you've gotten your your physical body calmed and you've made peace with what it takes right now mm. to take care of your physical body, which might include eating more carbs than usual, um, then then it's about, okay, can you meditate? Can your mind be calm enough to meditate? Or you know, find, find, look for the joy, look for the natural sources of joy. Is that in your Bible? Is that in, you know, other spiritual teachings? Is it playing with your kids? I'm watching a lot of stand up comedy these days. That's that I always mm -hmm. love. Uh, Dry bar comedy is an app that you can download, I think, to all uh, mobile devices. And it, it it's 
all it's all these different stand-up comedy videos they're all clean there's no f-bombs there's no sexual references it's good for everybody and some of those guys are really funny uh, yeah so it's you know once once you've hit neutral then do what you know explore how you can get to joy but don't expect to jump from fear straight to joy because if you do it, it's probably going to be through some sort of denial that you're getting, uh, that you're stumbling into. Mm, yeah. And I keep thinking there's like a video clip of a woman on the news. And it's like, I think it's during the snowstorm, but they're like, what are you going to do? And she's like, bake bread and get fat and sassy, be all fat and sassy. And I think that like goes through my head when I'm giving myself some grace, like maybe I just need to get a little fat and sassy right now <laughs> to get through this, you know, if that's my coping mechanism better than heroin. Maybe, I mean, if that's like the tagline, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. It's probably not the best because I definitely like you do not want to be insensitive to, um, yeah, struggles, addiction, um, but food addiction is a real one too. But anyway, I digress mm -hmm. too much, but, um, but yeah, it's finding that balance between giving yourself grace, letting yourself have some of that comfort, but then not totally going off the deep end with it too, you know, and getting to a full, getting to a really bad place with that, you know, comforting too much with food. So. Yep. And just keep coming back to, you know, these are unusual and scary times and let yourself feel whatever you're going to feel. Don't, you know, don't get sucked into it, but acknowledge it. And if you need to cry or punch a pillow or whatever it takes to get the fear out of your body or the anger, or the frustration mm -hmm. with the kids or whatever, then, then do it. You and know? I think that's one thing that I noticed. Um, I feel like this first month I felt good, fine. Like not, I mean, except for the eating part, but um, just enjoying time with family and things like that. But I felt in the last week, there was like this buildup. And what I realized is that I was feeling some stuff. And of course, because my whole platform with the podcast and connecting with people is kind of getting that stuff that we feel on the inside out, that there was some stuff that I was kind of not able to get out. And once, you know, I had some good conversations, getting some of that stuff out, I, I was like, Oh, I feel like a new person now. Like, oh, I let myself feel it. I shared it. I got some either empathy, understanding, compassion, or simply just got it off my chest, mm -hmm. helped carry the load. Um, it's amazing the difference that can make. So yeah. I appreciate hey, that insight. Did we get any questions from Facebook that we uh, we got the how to deal with stress during this time? So I think we covered that. Is there anything we didn't cover that we need to cover that we think we should cover? Um just uh can i have an opportunity to mention my uh, webinar yes please mention your webinar because um yes thank you uh so as i said christina is master mindset healer amazing insight i've tried to resist her insight <laughs> i don't know about that i don't know about that futile <laughs> and then i'm like Ugh. so um so just to recap if you're just tuning in you know we talked about fear and how to overcome it so she's working on a webinar and i feel like you know what i do and a lot of people out there is we have that onion of life and we're peeling back the layers and so if you started to peel back the layers and you're kind of you want to really get to the core of it christina is the person to help you just get straight to the core so tell us about your webinar and how they can find you uh, yeah, and I tried to just paste it into the comments, but apparently I needed to be logged in for that. So you okay. might be seeing a URL. And if you are and you have the ability to paste that, I um, will. I would love if you would do that. So this is something that I started working on before the whole coronavirus and quarantine stuff started. Um, 
it, it's a it's a webinar um your your five core fears and how to conquer them uh and so the timing of it was like okay god i understand why you put this on my path right now um what so if you want to understand what's at that center of the onion not just the unworthiness and the unlovability but what the others are um I I love that we're having this conversation because I was kind of like, oh, I'll get this done whenever I get it done. And now I had to actually give myself a deadline. So Tuesday will be the first time that I give this webinar. What you're going to get from it is we're going to name the five fears that are deepest in your mind. Give them a name so we can call them by name. And then also I'm going to point out to you, here is your best weapon to battle each of those fears so that you're going to come away from this being able to better recognize which of the fears is popping up so that you can then know, okay, Christina told me when it's this, I do this. And that's what you're going to get out of the webinar. So it'll be a free thing. I'm going to offer it as several times a day from Tuesday until as long as it seems like it's needed. So wow. there'll be plenty of opportunities to, to catch the webinar and get more familiar with your fear. That's awesome. And is that something that people need to watch live or will it be available to stream later? Um, it's going to be it, through the through the beauty of technology. It's going to be an automated webinar, so it's one of those things I record once that keeps getting repeated. So you awesome. you end up choosing a time to sign up, and like sit down and watch it at that time. Got it. Uh, but there'll be plenty of times to choose from. Awesome! I'm excited for that. And if people want to follow up with you, of course, Christina Ammerman. Uh, what handle can they use to find you on Facebook? Since we're on Facebook Live. Oh, Facebook. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I look me up as Christina Ammerman. I'm never ready with that info. I usually ask people to email me. I'm much okay. Oh, person. that's fine. Yeah. What's your email? Christina at Zenquility.com. Christina at Zenquility.com. And we can post that in the, um, yeah. in the show, show notes. So thank you so much. Thank you for your insight. I appreciate you and um, helping guide me and others uh, through this. And like I said, I just appreciate your work and um, really get into those core wounds because as much as I love the onion layers, I think that we don't want to stop at just identifying those core, those you know layers. We kind of really want to get to the core for the healing. And so I appreciate having you as a resource for, for myself and others. So it's always my pleasure. All right. Well, everyone have a great day. Stay safe. Stay sane. Bye-bye. Bye. That's a wrap for now. Thanks for listening to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. Music provided by TwinMusicom.org. Song titled Night at the Dance Hall. Sound editing by me, Jeremy Spittle. A special thanks to our studio sponsor, M&M Exteriors. Visit their website at mmexteriors.com for all of your roofing, siding, and gutter needs in the Northern Virginia area. Visit our website at flushingitout.com and be sure to subscribe. This has been a Spitfire production. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.